Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? It's the beginning of the Panthers win streak, a couple days away. Very excited. There you go. Yes, yes. Uh, we believe there are some good things to come for the Panthers ahead, especially you know, we got the trade deadline coming up, and David Tepper has all but promised some big moves by trade deadline. So, we're going to discuss that. Will there be some moves uh, in the future for the Ravens as well? We will discuss that as well. Okay. Hey, Malik B is here. He's ready to go. He's got the Ravens emojis in there. Salute, Malik. Salute. Salute. Rico in the house. What's good, Rico? Yes, yes. We got our guy Hendo from the Roll Pies as LBHT crew. Let's get it. What's That's up, what's Hendo? up. What's going on, Hendo? Uh, living big with Big Reg is in the house. Says, what's good, my peoples? What's good with you? Our guy, Living Legend. Salute, Living mm-hmm. Legend. Hey, uh, Living Legend's got a um, he's got an album out. Okay, that's the artwork right there in his uh, avatar. Uh, Living Legend, post your post a link where people can find your work. All right, we gotta support each other. Post your link in there. Post your link. Support Living Legend. We we bought the album. It's dope. Yes, it's dope. Yeah. All right, Mister J's in the house says, Mister It, and the what? You spelled sire wrong, Jay. S I R E. Oh, okay. S I T in the sire. That's all right. We got you. We got you. Salute, Mr. J. Thanks for coming through. Danity in the house. Salute to Danity. Says, Welcome to the stream, kings and queens. Hit the like button and subscribe as you tap in. Yes, all important things. Hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. Thank you, Danity, so much for supporting the show. Um, what else you got here? Uh, he says, look at the enthusiasm and positivity. <laughs> That's right. Jeremy's in the house. What's going on, Jeremy? Thanks for coming through. Ryan C. in the house says, good evening, LBHT crew. Good morning or good evening, Ryan C. The uh, one 100 says, what up, fam? What's up with you? Uh, Yolanda B. Good evening, LBHT family. Good evening, Yolanda. Up, Thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through. Daniel Franklin in the house. What up? What up? Hey. All right. Listen. It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well, but if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube and Twitter. No Facebook right now. Facebook's got some issues with their streaming. So, uh... What's up, Dre? It is what it is. What's up, Dre? Salute, Dre. Says, what's up, everyone? Hope all is well. Hey, thanks for coming through. Mr. Galloway, uh, make sure you subscribe there as well. Some dope, dope content. I think he just put out a video. Was it today? I thought I saw something pop up on my... Uh, my- uh, I mean, they, I know they, they did the show last night. I don't know if you put out anything else today. All right. I got to make sure to check sure. that out. Zoom Jones in the house. What's going on, Zoom Jones? He says, what's up, LBHT? Um, Jeremy, we are never going back to Twitch. Mm. Okay. Well, no, they're allowing multi-stream stream again. Oh, 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 they got rid of that ridiculous rule? Yeah, they announced it at their convention like it was some big deal. Like, <laughs> oh, man, check out this great idea we had. And definitely not us walking back something that you all hated. They try to they try to pull a, look, it's either YouTube or us. And a lot of people were like, YouTube. <laughs> Everyone every was like, well, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Kick, TikTok, all of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, yeah, everybody else. They're like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are never gonna believe what we cooked up in the lab <laughs> multi-stream <laughs> all right so okay uh, when i said never that was a little harsh we will be back on twitch then for uh, the two we people that watch over at twitch 
Yeah, we love Twitch. We love y'all. We may not be honest. You guys don't like Twitch either. All right. But we try to be available everywhere. So we might be out there. We're also available wherever you listen to podcasts. How many of you guys listen to podcasts? How many of you guys are audio listeners? All right. I know we have some out there. Okay. We see the stats. We have some out there. We appreciate you guys. Um, if you listen to this, uh, this is Thursday on your lunch break. Hope you're you're enjoying your lunch. Um, but how many of you guys that watch are are audio listeners? If you are, or if you know people that that listen to podcasts, suggest our show. Say, hey, check out Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, good listen while you're on your lunch break or while you're at work. Okay, because um, we'll get you in that lunch break mindset. Okay, take your mind off of work. Okay. So suggest our show, uh, and thank you to everybody that listens. Make sure you give this a five-star review. Um, oh, Living Legend says he's a podcast-holic. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That, that's, how, that's how the concept of the show came up, because the job I worked at before, uh, you couldn't really watch videos or anything on your phone, so I just listened to a lot of podcasts, so I needed something to get, get through the day. Wow, Jay says Twitch never stopped him from streaming on both YouTube and Twitch. That's because you big time, Jay. Yeah, they're like, oh no, 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 that's that's Jay. That's that's an exception to the rule. I'm pretty sure there is a a Mr. J the Six uh, exception rule written somewhere. So yeah, you guys don't care about oh, Twitch. Man. Yeah, if you're gonna be on Twitch, go to Mr. J's channel. He's got he's got the yes. yeah he he he's got the the content that you want over there. All right. Uh, Bazel says podcast is all right, but these lives is fire. Um, okay, that. Brandon, pretty sure our podcast is fire too, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> coach, what's going on? Coach says hello, good people. Make sure everybody in here is subscribed to Coach. I know you are. I know you are. Okay, but just double check because I, I I knew everybody in here was subscribed to us until until Clock Clock just surprised us <laughs> one day and decided to subscribe. <laughs> Eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's why he always announced clock class in the building because he don't stay over here <laughs> up until recently. All right, man. Salute to you guys. Um, all right, all right. We're starting to fill up in here. Listen, you guys know um how we like to start um every show with a black history fact. First, I want I want to give a shout out to my friend Shang. He's at work right now, okay? He's he's putting in some extra work, you know, uh covering for somebody that uh that, that had to call out and then he stepped up and and said hey i got you you know shang shang is always the first one at work okay um he shouldn't be the last one to leave but you know he he, he is tonight man and i appreciate you you know because he's he, he's the reason why i'm able to be here right now doing the show because I, otherwise i would have had to cover so shang salute to you man i appreciate you yes, all right you. um all right you guys know we like to start every show with the black history fact we Got a special Black History okay, fact for you. Special, it's not special. <laughs> like, you, you it is special. Start, no, don't don't raise expectations. That no, nah, that makes things worse. Special, it doesn't. We didn't say. I didn't say bigger and better. I said special. Okay. Special is just different. Okay. Well, I guess that's true. So, congratulations on on winning that little argument. That <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this time uh, we're going to try something a little different with the Black History fact. Uh, and in fact, it's not going to necessarily be a fact as Jose was very fond of pointing out to me earlier this week, uh, is more of a, more of a, a folktale, a black American folktale. Cause I don't think those get a lot of attention, right? Uh, if you, if you ask just random people, Hey, what's a, what's a black folktale? You know, a lot of people wouldn't be able to tell you, 
right? You know, it's just not something that we really kind of uh, learn, I guess you could say. Um, but that's what this one's going to be. And since, you know, Halloween's coming up, figure make it a go with one of the, the maybe a little ghost story or something like that. But uh, like I said, we're going to do it a little bit different. I hope you all enjoy it. Black History Fact. With Halloween fast approaching, this week we offer a bit of advice. Beware of Big Liz. On a plantation in Maryland, there lived a man who was a proud supplier of the Southern Army. However, recently the Union began intercepting his deliveries, and the owner realized there was a spy in his midst. Big Liz, a slave woman of prodigious strength, known for her ability to carry two fully grown pigs at once, was selling secrets to the North. He devised a plan to rid himself of the traitor. He had Liz carry a chest of Confederate treasure into a nearby swamp and dig a deep hole to bury it where the Union would never find it. The owner watched and waited for Big Liz to become exhausted, reaching up with a huge, mud-covered hand for help in climbing from the hole she had dug. It was then he drew his sword and screamed, Traitor! As he sliced through the woman's neck, removing her head in one swing, he hurried to bury the dead woman's body, feeling relief and a sick satisfaction for a job well done. But the feeling was fleeting, a chill ran down his spine, and he broke out in a cold sweat as the eerie stillness of the swamp closed in on his senses. Alone, in the dark, he made the journey home with an unconscious rapidity to his gate. Later that night, he awoke to the sound of a heavy knock at the door. He didn't move. Sure, it was his imagination, but it came again. He opened the door slowly. The lanterns on the porch had been extinguished, and it was pitch black. But he saw no one. He stepped out onto the porch, peering left and right. He was alone, of course, except... He squatted down and ran one trembling hand over the cold, damp wood and felt... mud. With grubs and beetles fleeing from his touch, he recoiled in kind and sprang to his feet, retreating back into the house. But not fast enough. Out of the darkness, a freezing, monstrous hand clamped around his neck and squeezed. He struggled uselessly as his captor came into view, Liz's body caked in dirt and blood. A gaping hole where her head had been a few hours ago, now spilled grave worms and gore with every movement. He felt sleep taking over, and his eyes fell to the monster's hip where Liz's head hung, eyes alive and bright with blue flame. He stopped struggling then. His eyes closed. It's said that Big Liz can be seen wandering near the swamps of Dorchester, beckoning folks to follow her to the buried treasure. But those that follow never return. Hmm. 
and they kind of crept up on me there. Also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's your Black History fact. Yes, and I did ask B, is this supposed to be a Black History fact or is it like a folk? So, no, I, I asked because I was like, well, maybe this is this is you know based off like a true story or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a it's, it's a folk tale that's been told, yeah, you know, for for ages. So. And, and, and I think uh, the one thing that we can take away from this is a lot of y'all need to go and uh, listen to Morgan Freeman some more. Because that was not Morgan Freeman. That was not like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> 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 but that gives you some ideas. Maybe we'll start calling him Young Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dandy. Dandy says, great job. I Thank appreciate you, that. Uh, Chris came, came in, was just like, well, what's going on? I saw I saw your uh, your message, Chris. He he came in. He's just like, hold up, what I miss? What is going on? That was the Black History fact, uh, Chris. Okay, we told a little uh, a, a ghost story there. All right. Yes, Evil Lamar is feeling it. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Ryan C says, I believe the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, or is it still the Chiefs? Okay, look, we're gonna discuss that. We're gonna discuss that. All right, tough puppy. What's going on? Thanks for coming through. Oh. Uh, clock clock says great story, but big cap. Well, it's it's a story. <laughs> <laughs> clock got us on that one. There ain't no headless people running around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story. It wasn't a fact. It was a it was a, it was a story. It's a folk tale. It's an old it's an old folk tale. Uh, Brodney Scorsese, yes. <laughs> What's going on, Mikey? Omar Tillman in the house. What's going on? Thanks for coming through. All right, we got Marcus in the house. Henry to the Ravens might happen soon. Oh, we're going to discuss. Uh, Daniel Franklin says, sounded like Morgan Freeman with laryngitis. Okay. <laughs> Don't kill him, my man. That was Okole. Okole. Yes, yeah, Okole. All right. Um, maybe, maybe he'll change his name to Morgan. We'll talk to him. Mm. We'll talk to him about that. Uh, yes, Liz was rocking that fro. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, we got a story about Liz. We'll talk about that in the overtime show as well. <laughs> Liz, Liz wasn't being cooperative. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw your call, be uh, uh, Mikey, but I'll, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. It's true, Mike. It's true. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I meant to call you right back, but I got busy and you know had to get ready for the show. Listen, you have a link. Okay, you have a link. All right, you can you can you can hop in anytime. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, my Apple is it doesn't want to accept links. Um, okay, where do we want to start? Important, you know, <laughs> we have a lot to discuss here. Okay, we got some games coming up. We got trade deadline coming up. We got NBA returning. Where are we starting? Be goddamn, Jeremy. Is that Lizzo's ancestors? No, Jeremy. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, no. The Texans. Panthers and Texans. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, B, you've had a little string of bad luck. Okay. Six losses in a row. I haven't. Things are going really well for me. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your team. Okay. But, you know, um, still a lot of football left to play. Mm-hmm. Your rookie quarterback is playing better and better every week. Um, you know, the team. You know they had a couple of bright spots. They 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 honestly had about two, maybe three games that they could have won. They could easily be three and three right now, right? 
Um, but you know, it is what it is. But you 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 had a you had a buy. Okay, you're coming up on a trade deadline where your front office is working hard to make some moves. Um, and you come up against a Texas team that while they also have a good young quarterback, uh, they're not the best team either. Mm-hmm. So here's an opportunity for you guys to come out the bye and get your first win and start getting on the right track towards winning. How do you feel about that? Uh, I already told you, it's, it's the first of three straight wins for Carolina. Uh, like I said, Bryce Young has been playing better every week. They're starting to get healthy. Austin Corbett is going to be, uh, if he hasn't been already, he's going to be activated uh, from IR. Now, I don't think he's going to play. I mean, that opens his 21-day window. Uh, but um, what's his name? Xavier Woods is back at practice. Miles Sanders is back at practice. Uh, you know, the defense had been hit particularly hard by injury, so it's nice to get Xavier back. Miles, I think, has been what was a bit of the victim of the early season O line woes. Uh, you know, look, he's been he's been outplayed by Chuba Hubbard, but I think he's much better than what he showed early on in the season. So him coming back healthy and as the offense is kind of trying to get into the swing of things, I think that would be good for him. Uh, obviously, the offense is going to be called or the plays are going to be called by Thomas Brown uh, moving forward. Uh, since Frank Reich finally gave up those uh, play calling duties. Uh, so hopefully that helps as well. You know, they they just need to get more out of the skill positions than they have been up to this point. Uh, and I'm looking at you, DJ Chark and Terrace Marshall and Jonathan Mingo and Hayden Hurst. Um, but I'm also looking at T. Higgins, right? You know, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll see if the Panthers make a move. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not looking like they're going to make a move before this Sunday. Uh, but hopefully before the the trade deadline, I would have thought that they would have you know tried to get something done uh, during their buy so they could have a little extra time to get the you know whoever they bring in acclimated. But obviously that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, they're going up against Houston. They are a, a talented team, uh, a very solid team. I think they're well coached. I think CJ Stroud has been amazing. Uh, you know they have a better O line. They have uh, better wide receivers. Uh, they've got a better defense. But you know they they are a very very young team, and yeah. so you know they're kind of up and down. And I think that with the extra week to prepare, Carolina should be able to go in there and get the win. Is it in Houston? That I'm looking up right now. I'm not a hundred percent sure. When I said in there, I just meant into the stadium because nowhere is really a home field advantage for Carolina right now. Uh, you don't really get that when you're zero and six. Yeah. So, um, so uh, Shaheen, what's going on? I, I, I got. Uh, shout out Shaheen because he he's on the other side of the world and uh, it's what what, what it time is, is it over it is there in Carolina? Oh, it's in Carolina. Um, what time is it over there, Shaheen? Um, he says I want to know how Rodney feels for taking Young over Stroud. Um, we we oh, I think we both like Young. I don't think um, I mean Stroud yeah, is playing like, better right now, but I don't I don't you know. Yeah, and and it's it's way too early to judge that. Uh, you know what these guys are gonna be. But I've been very encouraged by what I've seen from Bryce Young. I think he he's got it. He's the player that we thought he was going to be. It's just the the supporting cast isn't very good in Carolina right now. I mean, what would what would your opinion have been, you know, if you asked this question six games into Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen, and what do you think now, right? Uh, it, it matters where you end up. It matters how that team uh, kind of develops that 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 player and how they support the player uh, with you know, the, the coaching as well as uh, acquisitions on offense, 
right? And I think Carolina, with the coaching staff they put together, is set up to uh, kind of bring Bryce along and, and and make sure he reaches his full potential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he says it's, it's 3.10 a.m. Jeez, man. Salute to you, man. You are a, you are a, a, a true warrior, okay? Because 3.10 a.m., my, my, my brain wouldn't, wouldn't function right, okay? <laughs> like, put, type in 3.10 a.m. at 3.10 a.m. for me, it would it I wouldn't even know what that what that would say. Okay. It wouldn't be legible. Um yeah, it's you know, two different situations, right? The Texans have a much better O-line. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like we don't even need, need to look at anything else. You start with the O-line. If you can protect your quarterback, he can he can make things happen for you. I, I mean, the O-line can make a lot of things happen for your offense. And the Texans they're in a better situation. So Stroud's going to perform better. But there's some things that I see from Bryce Young that, like we said, um, it, it, it makes me feel okay with that pick because um, his composure is fine. I think, you know, him making, you know, reads and everything, you know, he's not going to make every every read the right way because he's a rookie. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, accurate passer, I, I think I think he's fine. I think he's showing you everything that you need to see out of a rookie it's not like when zach wilson came out and he looked like a complete mess yeah right nobody's zach uh, wilson, except maybe a former jet christian hackenberg yeah <laughs> right you know like he doesn't look like a disaster out there it just looks like the team is struggling now he may not have some superpower like lamar jackson has right or he may not be as mobile as anthony richardson but um he definitely looks like he has the qualities to be a franchise quarterback. So, you know, um, we'll see what they can do. I mean, we'll find out Sunday. We'll see, you know, how they look in Sunday. If they uh, if they pull out that win, that, that'd be a great morale booster right there. Um, and if they, you know, make the right trades during trade deadline, they can get pretty competitive um, moving forward. And Jeremy had a question about if they went 0-7. Uh, oh, no, he was saying if they go 0-7, he didn't see any – any uh, big name free agents going to Carolina? Uh, are you talking about this off season? <laughs> I'll, t- because- I'll tell you one thing, Jeremy. Uh, the difference in a big name free agent signing in Carolina is not zero and six or zero and seven or one and six. Right? They're, they're not. A, <laughs> they're not going to be a destination uh, right now at this point. Uh, also, um, it's, it's just not worked this year. Also, I don't agree. If you pay them, they'll come. Yeah, I mean, but when we say big name, I mean, I'm assuming he means like the the top free agents. The top free agents aren't going to go there because they'll get paid anywhere. Uh, yeah, other guys, you know, second tier, third tier guys will go if you pay them. But you know, the top top players are going to be able to get that money anywhere in the league, and they're not going to pick Carolina. Okay, well, well, I, I push back a little bit, right? Because we're talking about wide receiver. Um. You know, wide receivers. I mean, you saw how it was a little bit of a struggle this offseason for guys like like uh, D Hop to get get his money or Mike Evans. I mean, he's not a he's not a free agent, but like, you know, it might be one of those things where, okay, yeah, I want to play for a competitor, but they're not quite offering me what I want, right? But to be we fair, just, they're, like they're those guys are older. Uh Odell coming off a couple of big injuries. Like if we, if we look at, at uh T Higgins, let's just say you know, somehow he hits free agency. Yeah. T Higgins is going to get a huge contract anywhere he wants in the league. You know, um, 
DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he, he uh, there's a lot of guys who thought he was he was kind of past it, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, people thought that about Odell, uh, having come off major, you know, an ACL tear, uh, and and just hadn't been healthy for for several years and hadn't been the dominant player he once was since like his third season in the league, right? So there was a lot of doubt with those guys. But if you when you say like more when Jamie says big name free agents, I'm thinking you know, like elite top free agents. You know those guys aren't going to go to Carolina, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. You, you can deal with that. Um, but you know, just looking at this game on on Sunday, Clock Clots wants to know what time the game is because he hates Carolina uh, Charlotte's traffic. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's a one o'clock game. Um, <clears throat> look, yeah, Houston. Yeah, Houston, Houston's tough. They got, you know, they got a young team. Their defense, you know, like, they, they, look, they're a competitive team. They, you know, the Ravens played them in week one. That's a tough defense, you know. I think they're being coached well. Um, but I also think, I think Carolina has a good coaching staff as well. I, I think the thing that that really caught by surprise that, that kind of derailed them is that offensive line. Yeah. If you can get some solid O-line play that will change everything around for you guys. But that O-line sheesh, man. O-line and injuries, I would say, it has has plagued you guys. Yeah. Uh and and like I said, hopefully they're they're starting to turn that around now. Uh and with a, an extra week to prepare, I think they should be able to take down Houston. All right. So speaking of uh trade deadline. Trade deadline's coming up on Halloween. Yes. On Halloween. Wow. Wow. Okay. What are you guys going to get? Okay. We got to discuss. What's your team going to get? What's our team going to get? Um, you guys have been talking that that you're making some aggressive moves. Uh, Josina Anderson said that you have, that the Panthers have been uh, speaking internally about some options. You know, one option wouldn't be agreeable and, you know, but they've been talking and, Mm-hmm. Okay, what's what's the move here, B? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say that it's going to end up being Jerry Judy. Uh, I think that Denver is. I think Denver, Denver's wanted to get rid of him. That's probably the uh, one that's not agreeable. Yeah, <laughs> I think Denver has wanted to get rid of him for a while now, uh, and I think he's probably the most attainable. Uh, I would prefer that it be T. Higgins. That that's kind of my, you know, that, that that's my number one guy. Um, but you know Cincinnati has to be interested in moving him, and then you have to pay a high price and give him a huge contract. And I don't think that Carolina is probably uh, interested in doing that right now, since they already have one player who needs a huge contract, who they are not uh, getting it done with. They they the talk now is that they're telling teams that Brian Burns is not available. But why would you be telling teams he's not available if you're not giving him his money? doesn't make any sense it's just a continuation of carolina being a poorly run franchise uh which is, has been from the start and it's really depressing because it's a it's a new owner now so why is it yeah. still like this uh, but i think that they're going to get rid of terrace marshall uh, i think they'll probably they might find somebody for, for uh, jeremy chin although he's he's hurt now so that that complicates things um but i think in terms of the offense my guess is that it's going to be Jerry Judy if they get anything done. All right. We got 75 people in here. Hit that like button. If you're new, 
hit the subscribe button. Um, Jerry Judy isn't enough for me. If I if if I'm, if, if I'm a Panthers fan, that, I, I need to see. It's, it's not bad because Jerry Judy's not bad, despite what what uh, Steve Smith was saying about him. He's not bad. I think Jerry Judy. Actually, I think Jerry Judy Judy could be very good. Mm-hmm. He he is just in a bad situation. <laughs> he's in a very bad situation. I I think a change of scenery. You you will get a a good young talented wide receiver, but get more right. Yeah. Like I I don't like I don't when you are struggling and you need some sure things, go and get sure, you know like like sure proven players that you don't have to say I think he can do this. Yeah, but you yeah. remember they don't have a first round pick this year. They don't have a second round pick the following year, so they're they're a bit limited in what they can do in terms of a trade. Uh, Jeremy saying that uh, Lord, that T Higgins isn't going to leave the Bengals if they keep winning. Uh, I promise you, he will leave the Bengals if they are not giving him the uh, the annual average that he's looking for. Uh, it's got nothing to do with winning. They paid Joe Burrow. They're going to pay Jamar Chase. They're probably not going to pay T Higgins. Yeah, and see, like he the- will leave. That's why I feel like, man, like the the Panthers in the offseason aren't going to have a problem signing players if they're aggressive enough. You can make any bad turn any bad team around. You can turn, make them win, right? So yeah. th- it doesn't matter what the record is this year. If they're out there making the right moves, they can be competitive. I mean, very competitive. Like you know, win the division. Like I thought they're going to do this year. They they can easily do that next year making the right moves even without yeah no but i'm just saying like, like I said, specifically if we're talking about t higgins as an example if carolina offers you let's say because you know he's going to want around 30 million a year let's say carolina offers you 30 million a year and then also baltimore offers you 30 million a year and also kansas city offers you 30 million a year and also uh san francisco you know who, whoever else you're not going to pick carolina they're they're just they're going to be far down on people's lists now, yeah, they can do the Washington thing, which is overpay for free agents to, and, and they'll come. But uh, that doesn't typically work with the top, top guys uh, just because, you know, they, they'll they get paid anywhere. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I think, like I said, I think they'll end up with Jerry Judy and I think that they'll kind of sit with that for the rest of the season and see how he does, how Jonathan Mingo progresses, uh, how Bryce Young looks for the rest of the year, and then they'll decide their off season accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I seen some other options out there. Uh, Jeremy says Devontae Adams would have been, would have been better. Uh, Devontae Adams would cost you more. He's old. Well, the, the Raiders said they're not trading him. So we'll, we'll take him at, at their word for the moment and just, you know, take him off of that list. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want an older receiver. I want somebody who, who's going to be there with Bryce for a, a long time yeah jay judy's not a bad option um zeta b says man ravens pay 30 mil for t higgins i'll cry why so the last time we talked about paying the wide receiver 30 million dollars we were talking about tyree kill who we'll discuss also later on in the show and, tears of joy oh tears of do- joy oh I, my bad, I, think, I think my bad yeah i don't know um you gotta pay for talent right yeah. nobody wanted to, when, when oh happy tears yeah. That's my bad. My bad, Z. He said, "Happy tears." I might be right there with you, Z. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 that thirty million dollar uh, tag—that's what uh, Tyreek Hill got. And people are like, man, that's too much. You can't, can't justify that for wide receiver. He's not worth it. That man could be MVP this year, mm-hmm. right? He, he'll be, in, he will be in MVP talks. 
I think he will get that 2,000 uh, yards receiving. All right. And we're going to discuss more about that probably in the next segment. But um, he's he's worth every penny. Um, don't worry about the money, especially because it's not ours. Right. Go and get the talent. Yeah. I would love for us to get T. Higgins. I don't think the Ravens are going to get T. Higgins. They should. They should. But I think they'll write it out with who they have here, um, especially. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know trade deadlines next week. I, I just don't see them making a move, but I think we're I, going yeah, to... I don't. I don't think Cincinnati would trade T. Higgins to Baltimore anyway, regardless. No, I don't think so. So you had your now, chance. Now, what moves could they make? <sighs> Running back makes the most sense, B. Or corner. But what corner can we get at this point? I saw Patrick Sertan in the chat. I, I, that's the one player that uh, they're not going to give up. Yeah. Right, uh, because the D on the defensive side, the Broncos have some good young players there. You know, they can continue to add on that side. The offense is where they're having the, their fire sale. Um, I think running back is the easiest move we can make. Mm-hmm. We can still keep a, a good amount of draft capital. And look, man, you guys know how I feel. Saquon Barkley, uh, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, those are the guys I feel are available. No matter what anybody says, I don't care. Anybody, I haven't heard anybody say, "Hey, those guys aren't available." Um, all of them. Well, not Derrick Henry. The other two are on one-year deals. Okay. Um, well, no, Saquon. Uh, no, I think they're on two-year deal. I mean, you know, one and a half at this point. But yeah, right, 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 right. Um, so yeah, I think that's the way to go for the Ravens. Get a playmaker at running back. You know, I don't. I don't really think we'll try to go after a wide receiver. So that, that that has to be a move. Rahe Bali says the Ravens uh good at corner. I think they're good at secondary. I think they're good on defense. Yeah, yes, I mean they could they could use another edge rusher, but they don't they don't need that. They need they need some talent on the offense. So I'm not worried about edge, I'm not worried about corner, I'm not worried about anything on that defensive side. Okay. I we need we need we need guys that can that can complete 80 yard, 80 yard catches to take it to the house. That's what we need. Um, Daniel says, uh, cornerback isn't a need for Baltimore. Nope, running back would change the game for us. I never thought I would say that. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be so quick to say corner isn't a need. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, they, they are still lacking in talent there. I think that the, you know they're playing great team defense, but there is going to come a time where you're you're playing just receivers who those guys just can't cover. And you don't want that time to be in the playoffs and that to to get you up out of there. Yeah. What's going on, Rock? Thanks for coming through. Says, up, Ravens need to fortify that line of scrimmage. That's the hardest thing to get. Um, you ne- you almost never see trades happen for a good old lineman. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but it you know, teams don't give up good old linemen generally. Uh it's 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 very difficult to to find, and that's the thing that you have to do during the offseason. Just Aloe, I am not mad. He says you you're still mad, Gus, for that touchdown, for not scoring that touchdown. I'm not mad. It was funny, right? It was a jovial time. I'm poking fun. Um, I'm not mad, but it does point out, it does point out the fact that it kind of drives home that, that that the fact that we don't have a playmaker, right? Like we can laugh at it right now because we were up big. What if, like, the game's on the line and we need to score? And he had all that room to run. And he just couldn't do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Then it's not funny anymore. And yes, Danity, I appreciate that. Support the show. Uh, this is a good. This is a good time to put uh, pause for a minute and 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 put that out there. Dollar sign LBHT show, like Danny says right there, and what you see in right below B. That's our cash app. Okay. Also, that pin link that you see in the chat box. Those are the ways you can do super chats over here. I know some of you guys are looking for super chat. Those are our super chat. Okay. You click that link. Or you hit up the cash app. Uh, both ways. You leave your donation. Leave your comment. You'll get a nice little animation right here from Microphone Man. All right. Um, but it does drive home the fact that we don't have anybody that can, that can remake plays like that. You have all that room to run, and you're running your hardest. And it was a good, it was a good heads up play. I, I don't take anything away from them, but you don't have that extra boost, right? I saw Christian McCaffrey take a take a a, a catch. That had some defenders in front of him, and he was just too fast for any of them to, to lay a finger on him on his way to the end zone. I want a guy like that, right? If we're going to be, if our if our identity is going to be running, get a playmaker at running back. You know, uh, Gus and Justice is not enough for me. That one play from uh, from uh, Mitchell. Um, not enough for me, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I want somebody that I know can play. I understand the injury injury concerns with with Saquon Barkley. I get it, but what about when he's on the field? Are there any concerns then? Because all these running backs that we're talking about now, I have concerns about. Okay, and I'm more worried about <laughs> I'm more worried about your inability on the field than your than your your injury history. Okay. Yes, injuries are part of the game, and it sucks if you get if you get hurt. But I don't like watching guys get the ball and thinking, "Man, he ain't gonna do nothing with it." Yeah, you know. Right. Or man, I hope I hope I hope he catches it. And and then and then those guys get hurt too. Yes. So you know. Yeah. So. But and, and I don't know, respond to, to Daniel up here saying that they play a lot of zone and zone makes talent less important. Disagree. Uh, you still need talent. Uh, but in, in insofar as you want to equate the zone to talent, it, you play zone because you have less talent, right? Uh, and it's still going to hurt you. You don't play exclusively zone. No. You want better players back there. I mean, unless you unless you enjoyed watching what Miami did to you last year in the second half, right? If that was fun for you, you can stay right there at the same level of talent you have and and just you know cross your fingers, I guess. But. I mean, I'm not saying that that it's more important than these other positions. I'm just saying the talent level in the secondary or at corner, not in the secondary, uh, the talent level at corner is still an issue. And that's the other thing too. And Killer Cam is, is 100% correct here. Uh, we still rely on Lamar too much on running, so it's not the zone blocking, <laughs> right? It, that's that's not what's getting was was giving us success. It's our quarterback, right? We need a player that can actually take the pressure off of our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, so we don't. So he doesn't have to uh, move with his legs. That's that's what we need. We need to get some other talent in here, so he doesn't have to run the ball in, in order for us to pick up a first down. He's gonna do it because he's an amazing talent, and he will do that on his own when he feels like he needs to make a play. But we shouldn't feel like we need to draw plays in order to pick up a first down. That I mean, I mean that's that that speaks to another issue with our coaching staff, but um, that also speaks to. Just a lack of faith, faith that we have in everybody else. So, all right. So, B Panthers need 
to focus on getting a wide receiver. I think Josina Anderson <laughs> already said that that's what they're looking at. Ravens haven't. I haven't heard any talk about the Ravens being in any trade talks, but that has to be the focus if they're looking to make a trade. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. Uh, they, no, don't don't try to put that Miami loss on the offense. They scored more than enough points. Your defense went to sleep, Who's particularly in the secondary. That's what happened to you. I'm just saying, you know, you get some more talent there, then maybe that won't happen again. That's why, I mean, and the Ravens agree. That's why they went after Darius Slay in free agency, right? They know they don't have enough talent at corner. It's working right now, and that's cool. Hopefully it keeps on working. But I'm saying when you get into the playoffs and you start playing nothing but higher level offenses, it might come back to bite you. That's all. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if they get the offense together, you know, like we've been saying for years, if you get talent on the offense and you're able to put up points, then it's less of an issue. Then you can outscore people. But, you know. So we had we had a, this discussion. Uh, we, we were kind of opposite sides of this, right? Um you know, that that talented corner versus uh, running back. And I think Coach threw it out there with, you know, if, if Saquon's available or um, Patrick Satan, you know, which one would you rather have, right? You said Patrick Satan, I said Saquon. And, yes, Patrick Satan is a better player overall, right? That's a little fight that second corner position. But this is where my whole – um philosophy between uh behind hashtag defund the defense comes from we we spent so much on the defense over these last five years um we have to start investing on the offensive side even if it means sacrificing some talent on the defensive side right yes i would love to yes i would love to have patrick satan yes i would love to have darius slay but if it means there's still less talent on offense then no, at some point we had to put our foot down and say, look, man, we got it. We got to give Lamar something here. So yes, um, the better player might be Patrick Satan, but that doesn't necessarily help Lamar get, start getting Lamar some help on that side of the ball, sacrifice on the defensive side and give to the offensive side. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you scored 10 points in the second half. They scored 38 for the game. Your defense gave up five touchdowns in the second half. Tell me again whose fault that was. I can't even begin to to um, blame the offense in that game. We gave up what three or four touchdowns in that fourth quarter. We gave up like three touchdowns in like five minutes. Yeah, they they the the Ravens scored thirty eight in that game and they lost because the defense gave up five touchdowns in the second half. Now, I mean, now, come on, bro. That. Listen, I, I, I got um, on uh, our defensive coordinator, McDonald, for mm-hmm. that game. But he is he has done a great job since then. So I'm willing to write that game off and say, look, what are you going to do is Tyreek Kill. Honestly, you, I mean, <laughs> you, we don't, you, you don't have to make excuses, right? Like, Tyreek Kill is that guy. We're going to talk about him right now, all right? Um, you don't have to point fingers, right? All you have to say is, look, man, it was Tyreek Kill, all right? We, we did cover him. He got open. What do you want me to do? And that's pretty much all you have to say. All right. In fact, let's let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Tyreek Hill, ladies and gentlemen. How do you guys feel about Tyreek Hill? Is Tyreek Hill, is he on his way to the Hall of Fame? Is he is he on that road to Hall of Fame? Is he an all time great wide receiver? What do you think? B? I think he is. Um, I, I think that. There are some people who don't look at him that way. 
because he played in Kansas City and he was playing with Pat Mahomes and he was part of that offense. And he just kind of, you know, people give credit to Andy Reid and Mahomes and, and that's what it is. And and obviously, you know, th- those people are going to look at last year with without Tyreek and say, hey, you know, the offense was still good. They still won the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. But Tyreek Hill is, I mean, there are very, very few players who are who, who will change the the trajectory the trajectory of your franchise, right? And most of them are quarterbacks. It's the most important position in the league. Now nobody wins on their own, even at quarterback, right? right. But I mean, Miami Miami went from just some guys to Super Bowl contender because they traded for Tyreek Hill. You know, uh, there and there are other really 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 good great wide receivers even who are out there who don't have that kind of impact on their team we were just talking about Devontae adams Devontae adams is a great player he's having almost no impact in in las vegas and, and like I said, you know it's not a it's not a one player thing but i i now and this this is just me personally i don't look at tua like he's a significant upgrade over jimmy garoppolo right like i you know he's fine but i don't think he's any kind of great quarterback well, we um, actually used to argue about that before before they traded for Tyreek Hill, we argued how good Tua was, right? Because he looked he looked average, right? Like he had he had some good games, he had some bad games, he wasn't consistent, right? Um, you know, they fired Brian Flores. I didn't like that. Um, but when they brought in uh McDaniel uh and they traded for Tyreek Hill. All of a sudden, he's an MVP candidate. He's he's probably leading the MVP race right now. Mm-hmm. That's a that in large part because of Tyreek Hill because he wasn't doing that with, with it was just Jalen Waddle who was another excellent wide receiver. Yeah, and and like I said, you know DeAndre Hopkins is a great wide receiver. He changes teams and it, and you know it doesn't change the trajectory of that franchise. And Tyreek Hill has, uh, and I think that yeah, he's not super high up on the all-time lists as of right now in terms of yards and touchdowns and things like that. But, you know, he's he's kind of in the middle of his career. Um, but just the the impact that you, you get from him is unlike almost anyone else, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you saw Randy Moss come in and instantly was like the biggest threat in the league. You know, and that's that's kind of what you see with Tyreek. He's just a guy that you can game plan for. You can give all the attention that you want to, and he's still going to beat you. Yeah. And Clock Class says, yes, he beat us twice, both on one play with Casey and Miami. And that's the crazy thing, right? Because you know they're going to go to him. You know he's going to go downfield. You commit a corner and a safety to cover him, and he still gets behind you. Right. Like that's not that's not a he's not doing it off of some trick play. He's not doing it off a rub route. He's not doing it off. of. I thought he was going this way. He went that way. Now he's just he's just running. Right. You know where he's going. You got the angle and he still gets past you, whether he catches the ball in the air or he he catches it short and then he just runs by you. Yeah. Right. He can kill you any way and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's why when when he has those games, he just goes off. You're just like, well, what are you gonna do? Right? Some so that's 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 how it was with Randy Moss. If Randy Moss wanted to have a Randy Moss game, there isn't a single player in the world that could stop him. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and Tyreek Hill's in the zone right now. He decides he wants two thousand yards. I fully believe he's going to get a thousand yards this week. Yeah, probably. Right. Um, well, so, wait, maybe not. He's hurt. He hasn't practiced, so he may not oh, play this week. Oh, okay. So he's still going to get two thousand yards. That means when he comes back, he's going to get about two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I I I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he is an all time great. He is a player that we'll never forget. You know, um, yeah. and and thank God Kansas City didn't want to pay him because they offered him, <laughs> they offered him a contract. He said he wanted more. And they're like, all right, you're being greedy. If they decided, okay, fine, whatever, just just take it, right? Jesus, I mean, they're already. I mean, I, I say they they be the, the the best team in the league, but they're already up there. But, you know, well, Ali, I don't I don't think the Mahomes is leading the MVP race. Uh, when you have a guy who's who's set to go over a thousand yards halfway through the season, I mean, I, I, I no, I mean, I agree with you in that I don't think they're going to give it to Tyreek Hill. I mean, even if he breaks the record, I don't think he, they're going to actually give him the MVP award. But I think right. he he is the best player in the league this season so far. He no, yeah, you're you're right. I don't. When you break a record like that, that is very hard. I mean, he will, he will definitely be he he will get votes for sure. I'm sure, but Calvin Johnson broke the record and did not win MVP. That's true. He should. So, but now again, you yeah, know, they they were a bad team when he broke the record, but still, yeah. Um, Tyree Kill, he was drafted in what round? Uh, I believe it was the fifth. He was drafted by a Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, and that was to do with him being a dirtbag off the field. Yes. Is why, yes. Uh, a big part of why he went in the fifth. Now, um, he worked out for that team. So he wouldn't be considered a bust or a busted pick. Oh, I'm teasing something here, V. I'm teasing something here. If you were part of the overtime show, you would know what we're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, there's 83 people in here. Hit that like button. And if you're new, hit the subscribe button. Okay, you want to be a part of something historic here, like Tyree Kill is gonna Tyree Kill is gonna do something historic this year. The lunch break hot take uh, crew, the LBHT crew, is going to do something historic as well. All right, um, <clears throat> we have come up with a new term. Okay, come up with a new term. You know, ESPN did it. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember when ESPN did it. Right, uh, you had the QB rating. Everybody knows what the QB rating is. Right, basically a way to measure how well a quarterback played in the game. ESPN decided one day we don't like that. We're going to do our own thing called the QBR. <laughs> Very original, right? <laughs> um, but it has stuck, and it's a thing, right? And people look at it and they say, "What's the?" They they want to know what's the QB rating and the QBR. They they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Two ways to measure the quarterback's play. Well. For a while, oh, let me let me pause for a second to to thank Buck for the donation. Uh, appreciate it. He says, please don't beat down on my Cardinals too bad on Sunday. Don't you jinx it. We didn't even say give predictions on that game. I'm afraid to give a prediction, to be honest, man. Like, these are the games that we lose. Right. These are the games that we lose. I got to think about that for a minute. But anyway, anyway, um, if you want to be awesome like Buck, uh, dollar sign LBHT show is how that happens. All right, you see that animation? That's what you get for donating. Also, that pin link that you see in the chat box will will take you to our stream elements page. All right, that's right. Four twenty. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'm not a smoker, but 
I can I can I can appreciate the I can appreciate the the symbolism there. Um so uh for for a while B has had a problem with how busts are defined. How do you guys define a bust? How do you guys what what is a bust to you? Right? We let's throw out a couple names, B. Let's throw out a couple names. Um you start, you start. Who do you consider a bust? Um hmm. not the new not our new term, but before yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, we can go with the, the, the classics, uh a Ryan Leaf or a Jamarcus Russell, uh mm-hmm. Robert Gallery, uh what was that wake for us line? Aaron Curry, uh out of Wake, um Justin Gilbert, who went top ten to Cleveland. Uh, I mean, you could really just go to drafthistory.com and just click on Cleveland. You'll get a pretty good idea what a bust is. Okay, okay. I'm I'm already who people got in here. Albert Hainsworth. Oh, that's that's actually an interesting one. Albert, Albert Hainsworth. Bust. Albert Hainsworth had some. Yeah, I mean, he, he was really good in Tennessee, and he was good in Washington when he first got there. Yeah. Kyle Bowler. All right. Blaine Gabbard. Okay. All right. Oh, Gabby Gabbard. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> What do you think of Marshawn Lynch? Yes, do you guys? Oh, yes, huh? the chat. Okay, okay. I'll just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, do you guys think Marshawn Lynch was a bust? I'll be not involved. Do you think Brett Favre was a bust? Okay, I see Jimmy Clausen. That that one. That's that's a little hurtful. You don't. Me. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta do that. <laughs> Courtney Brown. Uh, Killer Why says, I, like that, I would say most busts were actually players who were drafted too high in the wrong scheme for them. There you go, Killer. <clears throat> Living Legend says Beast Mode is the god, yeah. <laughs> but was he a bust? Now, here's why. Here's why and you see, I, I put it I put it down here bust versus busted picks because Marshawn Lynch was a bust for the Buffalo Bills, right. And, and and this is something me and B argued because I would have said no, he's not a bust, right? And B was like, yeah, he is a bust. He didn't work out for the team that drafted him. Um, Marshawn Lynch, it's a great player. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame too, right? Maybe. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think he will. I think I think I think he'll make it. If the bus gets in, the bus opened up a lot of he he opened Listen, up the, the bus got, the, the, the bus got in because he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He opened the floodgates. And, and he's from Detroit. I don't know if you know that. I need to see Corey Dillon get in now. I need, I I, I we better happen. have Marshawn Lynch get in. Gonna happen. Okay. But you know, I, I think to to kind of illustrate the, the point that I was making when we were when we were talking about this, I said San Francisco right now is a, is a perfect example of this. Yeah. Uh, you've got Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, right? Yeah. Trey Lance hasn't had a chance to play, not really. He played very very limited snaps in San Francisco, uh, mostly because of injury. And they traded him. Now they they traded this multiple good picks. Ricky Williams, good one. Multiple picks to move up and get Trey Lance, right? And now he plays for the Cowboys. He's a bust. No matter what he does from from this point on in his career, he's a bust because he he gave nothing to the 49ers, who drafted him. I believe it was third overall, and you know after trading up and everything. On the other end of the spectrum, they've got Brock Purdy who they drafted with the last pick in the draft in the seventh round, who has won a whole bunch of games for them at starting quarterback. Now, I don't think he's very good. 
Me neither. But they've gotten way more out of him than you could ever expect to get out of a seventh round pick. And if for, you know, just no matter how it happens, if he ends up on another team and just, he's just trash for the rest of his career, or he ends up on another team and he's out of the league in a year, he's never going to be a bust for the 49ers. Yeah. Right. Because they got a ton of value out of him, regardless of what he does when he moves on to another team. You know, now all this well said, B. Well said, right? And I feel you on what you're saying. But nobody will ever call Marshawn Lynch a bust. No. Right? Um, so we're not it, 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 we're not here to change your minds on that. We're here to change the definition. Okay. Marshawn Lynch is not a bust. He's a busted pick. <laughs> busted <laughs> pick. I need the LBHT crew, all 82 people in here. Okay, to spread the gospel. All right. <laughs> so I want to make sure you guys understand what we're talking about here. A bust is a player that was drafted high, had high expectations, and he just turned out to be bad. Your Ryan Leafs, right? Um, your your Kijana Carters, right? Like your like the the ones that just never tur- never amounted to anything in the league. Mm-hmm. Busted picks are players that were drafted high. But didn't work out for their original team, yeah. but went on elsewhere, had good to great careers. <clears throat> okay. So now let's 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 test the audience here, B. Let's let's test the audience here a little bit. Oh, oh man, I was gonna say, I was gonna say a name, but I was like, man, I, I might I might be uh too old. They they might be too young. Rich Gannon. <laughs> Rich Gannon. I want you to let me know bust or busted pick. Yes, Osmond. Tony Mandarich is a bust. <laughs> hey, you tell me, Mikey. He says, "Hey, so by this metric, is Breeze a bust? Is he a bust or a busted pick?" All right, Living Legend says, um, "Rich Gannon is a busted pick." Yeah, correct. Correct. Yes, busted pick. Absolutely, absolutely. Herschel Walker. I thought, wait, don't Herschel. be like that, David Owens. You ain't that young. Herschel Walker, he play, did he actually play for the Cowboys um, initially? Did he play for them? Uh, he, was was traded traded? To, he was traded to the Cowboys. Oh, he traded to the Cowboys. I mean, I mean, well, did he? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, was he traded? I was no, he traded. No, they ahead. traded him. Yeah, they, they traded him away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did played. He, actually... he played for a few years. Okay, okay. Herschel Walker, bust or busted pick? Mm. You know. See, and and though there are players where it gets kind of kind of dicey, right? Because it, it's the same case with Marshawn Lynch. He wasn't bad, you know, when 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 he no. was when he was in Dallas. He wasn't bad when when he was in Buffalo for Marshawn. He just wasn't there very long. Yeah, you know, you just didn't get a whole lot out of him. It would be a similar case to uh, Hollywood Brown for the Ravens, right? He wasn't a bad player, yeah. you know, and, and and he produced a bit while he was there. But he just wasn't there very long, and you know, so that's when it just it falls back to the expectations that you have when you make that pick. When you pick Hollywood Brown in the first round, you expected to get more than a couple a couple years out of him. So yeah, okay, he was good for the team that drafted him, so he would not be a busted pick. Um, did he get enough 
for where he was picked. That would do. So he's not busted pick. Now it's is he a bust? Now, now what? what? <laughs> bust of a father. Bust allegedly. Of father allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, the boulder. Oh, you're so close. You almost got it right. He says that Vince Young is a busted pick. Vince Young <laughs> uh, worked out for the team that drafted him. Right. He got worse after that. Um, no, but, but he's Vince Young is both. Because, you know, I mean, he didn't, I wouldn't say he worked out for Tennessee. Like he, yeah, he won rookie of the year. They went to the playoffs. But again, you're only, it's about the expectations, not just whether or not he was, you know, he played well while he was there. Yeah. You know, he was drafted in the top five. And you draft a quarterback in the top five, you're expecting them to be your franchise quarterback for a long time. And he was not that. Yeah. But that wasn't performance related. That was, my coach is trying to take me related. It was, a, it was a bit of performance related, but regardless of what it is, like, look. Like, okay, we can go back John, to Chad John Carter. John Carter is not a bust because of performance. He's a bust because of injury. Right? It doesn't matter the reason. The The end result is, hey, you're a bust or a busted pick because you just didn't work out the way, you know, the, the, the way it was expected. Is Chad Pennington a bust or a busted pick? He was drafted by the Jets, right? Yeah. I mean, he played there for for a good long while, and I don't think, and he wasn't a because injuries derailed him. First round pick, he was a. Let me pull him up here real quick. Oh no, he was a first round pick. That's cool. Way to go, Chad. But he he played in New York for eight years. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's good. And that's I mean, he wasn't a he was yeah. he was never a great quarterback. Uh, he was pretty good. But yeah, injuries derailed him later on. But no, I wouldn't I wouldn't call Pennington a bust. Okay. I agree. I agree. Uh, noodle arm chat. Yeah, man. Like, look, he got his shoulders shredded up, but you know what? He still played well afterwards. He gave Miami still, a, a good year or two. He still put Erlocker on skates. This is correct, Bazel. Mark Sanchez is both. <laughs> but we're, but for Not the sake of this, Rex's wife. For for the sake of this of this discussion, he's just a bust. Okay. Kyle Bowler is a bust. Steve Young busted pick. Who drafted him originally? Uh, that would be Tampa Bay. Correct, MDT Sports. Good job. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I, and, and, and the, same, the same with Brett Favre that we were talking about. Atlanta drafted him. Now, granted, I mean he was a fourth round pick, so it's not a it's not a huge busted pick there. But yeah, you know, he didn't work out there, and then he went on to be, you know, the dirtbag that he is. Uh, but he won a lot of games. Deion Sanders worked out for every team he, that he played for. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, and he was he was there for a good long while too. I think. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see, Sanders. one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I mean he's there for five years. For Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was longer than that. But he was there for five years. Yes, Daniel Leonard was a bust. Yes, yes. Matt Elam bust. Josh Rosen bust. Drew Brees busted pick. I think you guys got it. I, I think good job. All right. All right. But yeah, we, I think that we we, we should do uh, a, some video or a video and talk about some of these because some of these are, are good questions. Like Dion, like you said, you know, in, initially I'm thinking, no, he's he's not a bust at all. But five years for a guy you drafted fifth, it's not a whole lot. But five no. excellent man, years. I mean, ran out on you. Five excellent years, though. Oh no, they they were but, for sure. And, and you know they what? Sure. I, I would know because you, you play out your contract. 
right? He didn't get traded. He played out his contract, right? Well, I don't know what his contract was because you know they didn't have the uh, it oh, wasn't a rookie right. scale contract then. But no, I mean he he yeah, he I'm sure he didn't and left. But you know what? Gail Sayers made the Hall of Fame off of four years, so we're gonna say they got their their money's worth with those five years of Dion. No bust. Yeah, and no busted pick. Yeah. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all right. Where we're discussing this out in the Twitter streets or out in social media, all right, and we already know what the, what a bust is, but when somebody is a busted pick, you put hashtag busted pick. Also put hashtag LBHT crew so people know, <laughs> all right, where where this came from because people will steal our stuff. They will steal ours, okay? Because you guys are part of it too, all right. This is an LBHT crew uh, terminology that will be spread out to the world, all right. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, I do not think is a bust. This is something that me and B argue about a lot. Um, I don't think he was a bust. I, I think, think he's he, a busted pick. Um, because of where he was drafted. Like, he, yeah, worked and, out, and, he worked out. He worked out for New Orleans. He won a Super Bowl with New Orleans. Yeah, well, the team was very good, but he, he was, was a he was a he was a, he was okay. He was a uh, a third down, basically a third down back for them, and you don't. In a return, you don't draft a you don't draft a third down back, and you know at, at two or three or wherever it was that he got drafted. Uh, later on in his career, I think he he got better, uh, and and you know he was good for Miami, he was good for Detroit. I don't think that he uh, returned value for New Orleans for for where they took him. He was second overall. I don't know, man. That's right, uh, that that's that one. I think we have to debate that, man. He I think he he was a key part of their Super Bowl run. I mean, that's fine. You can be a key part, but that doesn't mean you lived up to your draft status. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard is a legend. Okay. I mean, but, but that's a, but that's a good one, right? Because hey, he 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 was a key part. He won Super Bowl MVP, right? Yes, but he's a legend. He, but he was not good. You know, you'll never hear me say anything bad about Desmond Howard. That is the happiest man on the face of the earth. Okay. He, he does nothing but spread positive energy. Okay? He's the only person on the planet. Who could name their kid Anakin? And I'm like, you know, that's still cool. My man said, "Big Phoenix energy on TV <laughs> three times, thousands, thousands of times, <laughs> and has not been suspended." Okay, they just went along with it. They're just like, "All right, man, this is Desmond." <laughs> man, I love that now, man. Like, those are the kind of people that I like watching because like, he's just having fun. Yeah, that's why I love Gus Johnson. Just having fun. Just yes. making it exciting. Yes. All right. Yeah, all right. Serious. So be on the lookout for that, but we're giving you a heads up. All right. Bust versus busted picks. All right. Uh now go our disciples <laughs> and spread the gospel. All right. Yeah, you know, MDT is right. Reggie Bush was ahead of his time. And if he was playing now, I mean I think he'd be he'd be unstoppable. Yeah. But I, I can say the same thing about Mike Vick, but you know what? He he played before his time. He, Mike Vick would still be Mike Vick because he didn't have the the work ethic. He said, "I think I think he would have gotten he would have gotten by much better just on his athleticism now than yes. he did then." Absolutely. So absolutely because I, I think he would have been able to 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 kind of keep it keep it going until he until it kind of clicked in his head that hey I have to try because the league back then was just hundred percent against uh, those type of quarterbacks. I mean, they're still against black quarterbacks in general, but ones that are very athletic like that, they wanted to take. A quarterback like that and not change anything about their offense, their old antiquated yeah. offense. They just wanted to say, hey, you're just gonna have to learn to do this, 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 and that, right? So limiting them. 
that's another reason that uh, Trey Lance is not a bust, but a busted pick because they came out and said, that, yeah, we, we weren't going to build anything around Trey Lance. We wanted him to fit into what we do, and that's just stupid. Why'd, is you stupid. Up, why'd you give up all the, the all those picks and draft him that high if you were just going to kind of jam him into a hole he didn't fit into? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what we got next? Next up, I guess, talking about them. Trash ass Ravens. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Ravens you coming know. off of a big time win over Detroit this week, where I mean Lamar was nearly perfect. Uh the defense was nearly perfect. The wide receivers for the most part showed up and did their job. The O line had their best day of the year. Uh I, th- I don't even think I don't even say arguably. It was their best day of the year. Uh the running back showed up and kind of did their thing. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, Detroit was one of the hottest team, the hottest team in the league over the last year. And I mean, they they put <laughs> they brought that to a dead halt in Baltimore. <laughs> um, not only did they do that, uh, they sent a certain uh, Lions YouTuber uh, just off the off the edge. And if you want, if you want to know. Uh, how the Detroit uh, fan base reacted. Go check out Hendo's uh, video on the Rogue Pod. Uh, he did a re- reenactment of it, and yes. uh, he nailed it. Okay, he nailed it. Uh, <laughs> this is, and this this was not a dramatization. This was spot on accuracy that Hendo had in this video. Yes, yes, it, yes. This this is this is these were true stories. Okay, um, look, Detroit fans. Okay. And, and it wasn't all fans because I looked at some other YouTubers, Detroit YouTubers, and they weren't acting like him. You know, a lot of them were thinking like I, w- I was thinking, hey, ran to a buzzsaw. We're still five and two. Sky's the limit. Right. That's, that's yeah. kind of how they took it. Um, but this one. He was really hurt. Like he he knew he just knew in his heart. Um, look, all we got to do is make Lamar pass. All we got to do is make Lamar pass. Right. He bought into that. He fed into that. That's and that's why I was saying, man. Like there are people out there that still believe that, right? Because that's the narrative that that's that's on them. And then they they did exactly what he wanted them to do. Make Lamar pass, and Lamar gave him yes. Marcus gave him that work, 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 work. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen somebody sing that song in tears. <laughs> I crazy. thought he was playing at first, and yeah. then he freaked out. <laughs> um, he did not. Be- he did. He was shocked that Lamar could play like that. Real rosters two twelve. Thanks for subscribing. Appreciate that. Thank you. Salute to you. Um, he 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 believed, man. We's got we's got to get Lamar to pass the ball, and and that's ours all day. And Lamar carved them up yeah. okay and the o-line held up like i agree with B. that's their best game of the season the wide receivers held on to the ball right uh gus edwards justice hill ran the ball well uh keaton mitchell with the one play you know uh, ran the ball well everybody did their jobs the only thing that didn't change was lamar jackson lamar yeah. jackson has been playing this way for a few weeks now Okay, he's been locked in. Uh, anybody that breaks down film, Coach Evans, um, 
what's his name the, uh, the 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 QB school guy um like all these like anybody that breaks down film will tell you um uh, uh, Matt Waldman all of them you know Lamar has been playing great football uh everybody else has been letting him down we all know what happened in the Steelers game nine yeah. drops or however you know seven to nine drops um atrocious coach showed you what his stats could have been off you know off of just a handful of those catches right it'll look very similar to sunday's game so he's been locked in and he's kept his confidence up he hasn't changed anything everybody else was just locked in in that game so what we need to see is consistency from the wide receivers and the o-line moving forward and these running backs right and they can they can make a lot of teams look like that yeah, because uh, I, I would, you know, I talked about this on Monday on the Ravens Roundup. I, I don't think it's even just a couple of weeks. I think Lamar's been playing like this his whole career. Uh, and I, I mean, not that he's never played poorly. I mean, obviously he's had his ups and downs, but he's been a very efficient uh, quarterback. He, he's been accurate. He's been a good decision maker for the most part. I mean, there's yes. times when he got he got frustrated and made some terrible decisions. Uh, but the, the Ravens have not put him in a position to be able to capitalize on his uh, passing ability because the Ravens did not believe in his passing ability. Uh, you know, they, they never really put the playmakers around him that other quarterbacks have had. Uh, and if, if they had, there wouldn't be any question about who the, the, the top quarterback, or maybe it would, it would just be Mahomes and Lamar. But as it stands right now, despite how well he plays, I mean, I see people out there making a top 10 list that don't include Lamar Jackson because yeah, you go and you look at his numbers, the numbers aren't good. I saw somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter talking about hit him. And he, he's uh, very close to Desmond Ritter. Uh, like, you know, they're, they're not too far apart. And I'm like, okay, cool. You don't watch any, I mean, you don't watch any football really, if you think that, but you definitely don't watch the Ravens play. But just you know, don't talk about him if that's the there, case. There isn't right. a single Falcons fan that would that would agree with that. Just that guy, just, just that, that guy. one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it, I think if the Ravens had believed in Lamar and recognized his ability earlier on, there'd be a lot less frustration about the the Ravens organization. There yeah. would have been a lot less frustration over the last few years. Uh, and you know they, I think they would have won a Super Bowl by now if they had just said, you know, what, we're going to go all in on supporting our quarterback. And they just, for whatever reason, have not done it. I think the reason is they didn't believe in him. Uh, they will probably tell you, I'm, I'm sure they'll tell you that's not the case. And the reason is, oh, we just have this philosophy, or we built through the defense, blah blah, whatever. But had you gone out and got AJ Brown, you wouldn't be having questions about the edge rushers or. You know, we wouldn't be debating the, the the talent at corner. Like you would just be out there dominating teams offensively, and unfortunately, that's just not the way that John Harbaugh wants to do things. The difference between good and great organizations is their ability to process information, how fast, right, um, and and how to, how to re, you know respond accordingly. Right. Make adjustments accordingly. I can give them a pass for I mean, I mean, give them a pass. The, the 2019 season. Right. You had Giro on the team. B, look, I can vouch for B. B never liked Giro from day one. Never liked them. Even in that 2019 season, he's just like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you need to get rid of him after the year. Right. Win or lose. That that, that was B's thing. Um, Because he because I mean, he knew and I knew, too, that Giro's always been limited. 
but 2019, great magical uh, regular season. And then in the playoffs, we saw what happened. Now, going into that season, they didn't believe Lamar Jackson was going to be that good. I didn't think he was going to be MVP. Nobody thought that in the second year. Nobody, right? But once you saw what he can do, once you saw the level he can play, he led the league in touchdown passes, man. He, We led the league. We broke the record for rushing, most rushing yards ever in a season, and we led the league in touchdown passes. What's going on, Chris? What's up, Chris? Salute, salute. Hey, you guys, do us a favor. That's that's our friend Chris right there. I need you to go over there to Deep Cover Podcast and hit the subscribe button. Also, they, they are also big on the audio side, okay? So wherever you listen to podcasts, go over there. Uh, follow them and uh, give them a five-star review. All right. Um, thanks for coming through, man. But once you saw what Lamar could do after that MVP season, you should have been a thousand percent in. You were 14 and two. You should have been a thousand percent in on winning right now because it was the Chiefs that won it that year, right? I believe so. Yeah. So the Chiefs won it that year. Um, who did they play? Yeah, because because they, they played San Francisco. That was supposed to be our game. We should have be we should have beaten San Francisco again because we beat them earlier that year, right? After that, um, they should have been all right. We got to stack everything, you know, here now. We got to make sure the O line is legit. We got to make sure we get him all the wide receiver help, you know, everything, everything. He can do it for us, and yeah. he decided. Not to do it, Chris. Says, that's some of your NBA questions, so I can educate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not at the NBA uh, segment yet. We're almost there. We're almost there. But they did the opposite. They let Orlando Brown walk. Right. They brought in um, what's that loser's name? Villanueva. Alejandro Villanueva. All right. Um, they went and signed Des Bryant. <laughs> you know they. They just did everything opposite, right? Whereas you look at somebody like the Eagles and somebody like Jalen Hurts who, you know, he didn't show what Lamar showed. No. That's for sure. He didn't show that, but he showed enough to where they were like, we are going all in. And by all in, we're going to draft uh, Devontae Smith. We're going to trade for A.J. Brown. We're going to get every good line lineman that we can, we can get on this team and we're going to go for it. Okay. They fell a little bit short last year and they said, all right, cool. Um, let's get some more. Let's get some more players. Let's get Deandre Swift. Now let's trade for it for Kevin Byard. You know, like they, they keep stacking up cause they're trying to win it now while they're, while they had that window I mean, and they pay, I, I mean, the window for paying them, they already paid them, but they're like, yeah, we're still trying to win. We got all this talent yeah. here. Now we got a quarterback that we can win with. Let's do it. The Ravens didn't do that. The Ravens wanted to get conservative and they said, hey, well, he's good enough to keep us winning. So we don't really need to spend money. Right. That's why the Ravens aren't a good. Uh, or, well, they are a good organization. They're not a great organization. Right. A great right. organization, and, you know, knows when the, it's their window to win and they, they go all in. Yeah. And that's when that was kind of when we first even started thinking about doing a, a podcast. I remember telling you, you know, it was it was they were going down the same road with Lamar that Carolina went with Cam. Cam tore up the league in 2015. He was unstoppable. Nobody could do anything with him. They went 15 and one. 
blew out the, the, the Cardinals in that conference championship game. They lost in the Super Bowl because they, you know, they got injured and didn't have any backups at running back and wide receiver. But, you know, they got there and you saw what Cam could be, right? You saw the, the height of, of Cam Newton. And they went into the draft and they drafted literally a backup defensive tackle in the first round instead mm-hmm. of instead of another weapon for that for that or not not another instead of a weapon for the offense. They yeah. drafted Vernon Butler, who they were planning on sitting behind Starr and Kawan Short. They said Cam, you know, he he, he threw the ball, he ran the ball so well. We don't need to get him anybody other than Ted Ginn and Jericho Cotri and a, a Kelvin Benjamin with zero work ethic coming back off a torn ACL. We'll just rely on Cam, and we will literally draft a backup in the first round instead of trying to help our quarterback. And, you know, that, that's the same kind of thing that I looked at Baltimore, and I'm like, you can't – you just – you you can't get the quarterback and then say business as usual. When you get your quarterback, everything changes. Yeah. It has to be about your quarterback at that point. Yeah. Now, look, if that quarterback is Kirk Cousins, then yeah, business as usual, man. Whatever. <laughs> you know, if that quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Man, go about your business. Get Derrick Henry. Build build that nineteen eighty four championship team. But if you get a Pat Mahomes, if you get a Lamar Jackson, if you get a, a player like that, if you get a Josh Allen, if you get a Joe Burrow, you have to go all in on surrounding them with talent and making sure that they are successful. Yeah. And like Chris says, you're absolutely right, Chris. People should be in jail for what happened to Cam and Andrew Luck. Yeah. Absolutely. TJ Watt hiding in plain sight every week. <laughs> no, I mean, just, I mean, yeah, two organizations that failed their quarterbacks. They both should be Super Bowl champions. The Colts, the Colts was, I mean, it was, I won't say it was worse because, I mean, they, they, they eventually did build an O line around Luck and they, they did have receivers there. It's too late. But, but their coach literally came out and said, yeah, we can't protect him. He needs to deal with it. Yeah, that was uh, Pagano. <laughs> that was Chuck Pagano. I was, and nobody said anything because Chuck Strong. Right. <laughs> So he, and we know, we know he can't. We know we can't block. We know that he needs to deal with it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? That was the only answer. At least they needs, fired him. He needs to deal with getting hit every time he drops back. Why? <laughs> and 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 it was at that moment that Andrew Luck said, "I will not be playing into my late 30s. Look, all this to say, the Ravens should crush the Cardinals <laughs> on Sunday. You know, there's a yeah. I, I mean, the Cardinals aren't good. God forbid they throw Kyler Murray out there for his first game against that Ravens defense. That would be yeah, please don't do that. That would be terrible. Well, Kyler should should let them know up, up, up front. Like I'm not playing this game. I, I'm like not I'm not a, I'm not a big Kyler fan or anything, but I don't want that for him. No, look, I I, I mean, there's talk that they could be moving on from him, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm Kyler. I'm saving myself for whatever, whether I'm coming back next year or if you're trying to train me to another team, I want to make sure I'm ready for the for the next team. I'm not I'm not going out there to help you uh, in your agenda, right? Yeah. I'm not ready to play yet because that's child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, yeah, he can't come in right off an injury and uh, and play uh, this defense. The, no, the Ravens it, defense this year is locked in B. I'm going, I'm going to that coach and that GM and that owner, and I'm saying, look, 
am I going to be here next year or not? Like, are you gonna are you looking to move me? Because if you're looking to move me, I'm not playing a single snap this year. Yeah. For what? Right. I just want to heal. You know. But this defense, um, I don't think we're gonna have a letdown from this defense this year. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. When you can roll out there with Geno Stone, Geno Stone can lead the league and or, or lead the team in, in interceptions. I, you know, everybody's everybody's locked in. Mike McDonald's doing a damn good job. I gotta give him his props. He is. He is. Uh, but let's go ahead and, and take it to submitted questions because uh, oh we haven't I done that yet. You, we had a question about that, and I was like, "Don't talk about it." But you know, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why we have production meetings. Uh, I told I told you that's their fault for asking a question that that's going you know, and answers in our segment. That's their bad. Okay, I, I, want, I want you to look Jay right in his face and tell him he was wrong for submitting his question. Okay, first of all, Jay, you submitted like three questions. So no, no, he didn't. He submitted one question. I saw three. I saw like two. I think he, I think he deleted the others. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. That's Jay, the one you chose to keep. Jay, Jay, if nothing else, respects the rules. He had a all question right. about the Lakers. I saw that. That's the one that's up here. Okay. All right. The the, the question about this isn't actually from Jay. I was just saying. Uh, so first up, this one is from our guy Davon. Which will come first, a compliment to Gus Edwards by B or a Panthers win? Screw you, Davon. <laughs> uh, I gave Gus. I give Gus plenty of compliments. I have multiple times called him an NFL running back. Now, if that's not a compliment, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for here. He said, "Well, he uh, he he said Gus played well last week. He didn't yeah. say anything bad about the Ravens. Like didn't we didn't have anything, anything bad to say about the Ravens. I didn't say anything bad about Gus Edwards, nor would I ever. All I've ever done is speak the truth about Gus. You are banned from asking questions, Dave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, from Jeremy. After last night's performance, what are the chances LeBron wants to trade Anthony Davis to another team?" And what Jeremy is referring to is uh, Anthony Davis had 17 points in the first half. Uh, and then at the end of the game, Anthony Davis had 17 points. Now, th- the chances are zero. Anthony Davis is a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. He had a bad second half. Uh, but he seems to have moved on from the, the – I don't even want to call it immaturity – uh, but you know, the, the, just like all the nagging injuries and kind of the, 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 the perception that he didn't give his all every night yeah. that, that seems to be behind him. Uh, now, and, and look, he didn't play, you know, uh, his best series against Denver in the playoffs last year, but he was playing hard every night. Uh, and he came with the defense every night. His shots weren't falling, but that's going to happen to everybody. And this is the first game of the season. Don't care. LeBron is, he definitely doesn't want him traded because the news just came out today that they're looking at uh, limiting his minutes to 28 to 30 minutes a night for LeBron. Yeah. And it's going to be Anthony Davis carrying the load for the Lakers. The Lakers are going to be in the playoffs. You know, these type of teams that are trying to win championships, the the early part of the season isn't a big deal, right? This is kind of like their preseason. They'll ramp up as the season goes on. They don't want to, they don't want to start out, you know, in like a, 10 game losing streak or anything like that but you know they're going to get their wins they don't they don't they're not tripping off the first game right so no big yeah. deal uh next up this one is from clinton jones if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it does it make a sound well clinton yes it does uh because everything's not about you 
All right. Humans are not the center of the universe. Like we always like to think everything's not about us. This whole existence story is not about humans. All right. The tree makes a sound because it breaks, it falls over, it hits the ground. It makes a sound. doesn't matter if there's a person there to hear it or not. There's plenty of animals there to hear it. Other trees are alive. They can hear it. It's not about you. Plants can feel the sonic waves. Yes. Okay. But the mother plants feel it when it lands on them. Yeah. Okay. When, when a tree when a tree lands on a blade of grass, does it cry for help? I bet it does. It does. And then it smells amazing. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, our last uh, submitted question for the week. We've got from Jay. Do you think the Ravens versus Cardinals is a trap? It was Jay. I forgot. Uh, is a trap game. Considering the near perfect game the Ravens had last last week, yes, he did have another one about the the uh, about the Lakers, but uh, I think he deleted that. Um, okay, I don't think this is a trap game. I know that that you know uh, that's typically what happens with Baltimore uh, when you're playing teams that aren't you know highly thought of. They're maybe not ready to go, but I think having lost two games already that they should not have lost, they're not going to take their eye off the ball that quickly, uh, especially after playing their best game of the season and just getting everything to come together. I don't think they're just going to flush that down the toilet a week later. I think they're still going to be locked in. And I think it's going to, it's going to be a, a pretty, uh, I, I, said, I thought it would be a, a fairly close game, but it's not going to be like a, Oh man, the Ravens, you know, they, they, they John Harvard again, and they didn't show up. They're going to show up. They're going to win. But the, the Cardinals are a tough team. They, they play everybody hard. Uh, so it'll be a, a, a somewhat close game, but not a trap for the Ravens. Yeah, it's not going to be a trap game because uh, you're all trapped out, right? You have John Harbaugh has reached his credit limit, okay? <laughs> uh, he's had two trap games, and they were bad ones, Okay. You, you mean you lost to Garden Minshew? That was bad at home. That was awful. You lose to Kenny Pickett. You you lost like two of the worst quarterbacks out there. Um, cannot have another trap game. Okay, uh, another trap game this early. Another another bad loss this early. <sighs> that won't go well towards the end of the season, especially if you lose to another team that you're supposed to be in the playoffs. Another loss like the Colts game this early. And you'll be shopping for lunch break hot take merch at firejohnharbaugh.com. Yes, we will you we will lock that down. Okay. And if that's taken, it'll be please firejohnharbaugh.com <laughs> or firejohnharbaugh right now.com. Okay. One of those will be available. Okay. And we're gonna get it. Um no, 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 no. I, I expect them to win big, you know. Um like I said, Lamar is locked in. Everybody just needs to be locked in. Coach, Coach Harbaugh needs to do his job. Okay, Tom Monkey is going to be giving some more high fives. You guys see him after after Lamar scored one of the touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> he was pumped. Right, we're going to get some more of that. All right. So no, no trap game. Is that the last one? Yeah, that's uh, that's it for submitted questions. Thank you to everybody who submitted questions. You've already received your points. Uh, the community post for questions for next week will be up uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, so if you have any questions or any topics you want us to discuss, 
head over to YouTube uh, and hit the community tab and go ahead and post them in that thread. All right. And look, 80 people in here, hit that like button. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. If you don't know, if you're watching this show live, we uh, we have a loyalty point program just like what uh, Coach Evan has over on Sip to Tally Films. All right. So if you're in here chatting it up, just watching, participating, you get points. Okay. Donating to the show. Okay. Uh, get you a lot of points. All right. Dollar sign LBHT show. That's the cash app, the pin link that you see in the chat box. Uh, both ways that you can use to use our version of Super, Super Chat. Um, sign up to patreon.com slash LBHT show. Another way to get points. All right. Sign up to our, um, to our, our newsletter. Hasn't come out yet, but we're working on that. Uh, at lbhtshow.com. That's another way to get that's just to get a, a thousand points easily. All right. So all those ways you can get points. What's next, B? We got basketball. Up next, we have NBA basketball because the NBA is back. It is uh, back. It, they're, they're in full swing tonight. Uh, but the they, they tipped off the season yesterday with the Lakers versus the Nuggets and then the Suns versus the Warriors. I can't tell you anything about the Suns and Warriors game because I was done with NBA basketball after what I saw from the Lakers. I was sound asleep, but the uh, I, I saw like the first quarter of it. Uh, they went back and forth a little bit. Uh, the Suns ended up winning the game, I think by like four points, four or five points. It was, it was fairly competitive. Listen, well, I want to ask. Uh, my, uh, yes, <laughs> is is your time to shine, shine, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> All right, for my NBA fans, right? And I know, I know, some of you aren't NBA fans. That's fine. Um, you want to hang out for the show, okay? You still want to hang out, okay? Because we we got some more points to give away later. But um, is this too early for you, right? Because me and B are big NBA fans. We love basketball, but I know for me personally, it doesn't really hit me until after the football season, right? Really after the All Star break. Going in or going right into the all star break, and after the all star break is when I'm just like, Yeah, I, I, I need some basketball. I, then I want to watch all the games right now. You know, I mean, yeah, that you know, I, I was excited to watch it last night, and then by halftime, I'm like, Oh, okay, it's, it's game one of, of 82 games, right? Um, if I, I will, I will tell you something for me. If you're a fan of the Lakers, if you're a fan of the Warriors, if you're a fan of the Suns, if you're a fan of the Nuggets, if you're a fan of Boston, right, Milwaukee, um, those, to me, those those teams, I'm not, I wouldn't be excited for right now mm-hmm. because you know they're in the playoffs, you know what they're playing for. This part of the season doesn't mean a whole lot, right? Like, they're going to win some, they're going to lose some, but they're not going to ramp it up until after the all-star break. That's when they're really going to, you know, uh, play for position and, you know, get ready for the playoffs. Now a whole lot to see right now. Me as a Brooklyn fan, as a Brooklyn fan, these games matter when you're, when you're not as good of a team, right? And I don't think, I don't think the Nets are going to be a bad team, but we don't have a superstar, right? We have to, you know, these early games mean a lot. So I'll be watching from game one for Brooklyn, right? Steal some of these wins when the, the the more serious teams aren't really taking the game serious, 
So yes, I'm I, I'm a little bit more excited this year to watch it earlier um, than previous years. I like that. I, I'm going to go ahead and say the Lakers didn't take it seriously yesterday. Um, I don't think they took it that seriously. I mean, yeah, sure they want to win, but it's not. They've been talking a lot of trash about Denver all off season. They they needed to they needed to show up yesterday, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really mean a whole lot. The the problem the the, the only real concerning thing. And I wouldn't even say concerning. Like what happened is, yeah, you're very excited. You love it. <laughs> uh, you know, they 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 installed D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves as their starting backcourt, and mm-hmm. the idea is those guys can take some of the scoring load off of Anthony Davis and and LeBron. Uh, we know that that D'Angelo Russell can do that. You know, he's been a, a, a twenty point a game scorer in the league before. He's been an All Star. Uh, Austin Reeves played very well. Uh, you know, down the stretch last year and in the playoffs, and they went a combined eight for twenty-three yesterday. So it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, I was I was happy with what I saw from some of the bench players. Uh, Gabe Vincent, who you know is a three-point shooter, who I said maybe don't sign that guy. He went zero for four from three. But even him, he he, he contributed six points uh, in in his minutes. You know, they they got a little bit from Cam Reddish. They got uh, I believe six or seven points from Christian Wood. Uh, same with Hachimura. So they, like they're getting some contributions off that bench. Uh, and I think that those guys will, you know, as soon as they, what's happening in LA, I think they need to kind of figure out their roles, figure out uh, their place on the team, all the new guys who have come in this year. And I think they will. And I think that bench is going to be very effective. I think they've got a lot of good role players there. Uh, I don't have any doubts about the the starting lineup getting into gear and, 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 you know, playing well. So, you know, it's just a, you know, it's an early season thing. They kind of just didn't, they weren't really clicking yesterday uh, or their shot wasn't. And that's, that'll come and go during the season. It's a long season that happens to every team in the league. Uh, But I think the Lakers will get, once they get the rotation down and everybody gets comfortable, I think they're going to be very, very tough to beat. Okay. All right. Now, you know, I'm, the, the Nets are playing right now, right? Obviously, we're doing a live show. But I'm looking at the score, 63-63 at halftime. I like to see a little defense pl- being played, okay? Chris Chris fakes this NBA fan thing very well because Cam Reddish, get serious, B. Like, that's the perfect person to pick out of that lineup. <laughs> and, and listen, Cam Reddish gave him seven points, Chris, so you get serious. Okay, how about that? Uh, look, what I want to see from the Nets, uh, Ben Simmons, only two points, but eight rebounds, six assists. So, okay. <laughs> what you laughing at? Chris, I know ball. He knows ball. Chris knows ball. Chris knows ball. <laughs> um, look, Ben Simmons is, is somebody I want to see ramp it up. Um, you know, uh, I, I really want to see, like, I want to see either that they get his trade value up, right? Because he's been ba- basically untradeable up to this point. Or he just turns it around and he gets back to form and we got a young star there, right? So uh, I want to see that. Um, the Kell Bridges has five points, four rebounds, three assists. All right, you know, I, I need to see a lot from him. That's surprise, surprising, but not surprising. Guess who our leading scorer is, B? Is it Cam John- uh, Nick Claxton? You're so close. It was, it was Cam, Cam Thomas. Thomas, wow. Cam Thomas, 24 points. 24 points. 
24 points, two rebounds, two assists. Um, wait, wait, like right now he has 20. Oh my god, he has 24. They're 65. Yikes, yeah, yeah, he's going off. So I, I'll have to break that down a little bit later. But like I said the, the Nets always find on, a, on 11 shots, too. Well done, yeah. But the Nets always find find these guys, right? Ooh, um, not well done. He's the only guy in double digits. Well done for him. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Pat, maybe, maybe get them assist numbers up, Cam. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I, I want to see how somebody like Cam Thomas develops. Can he do this on a more consistent basis? Can Ben Simmons uh come back to form? It looks like it looks like he's, I mean, look. He he might get a triple double tonight. It might be oh. a low triple double, but he might get a triple double. I didn't know you guys signed uh playoff hero and, and Miami legend Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yeah, I did. I told you that. I forgot. I, I told you that's why we're gonna win it. He has not entered the game. We gotta save him. He's a secret weapon. He's, uh, yeah, no, no, he's not. Like, but like I said, the Nets. I trust that organization. I'm just you know excited to see. Who develops? Who they end up uh, packaging, along with like the the twenty bazillion picks that they have, and, and who they bring on? I know they're gonna make a move, but that's that's why I'm excited to see. I want them to win this game against Cleveland tonight. Um, this is this is a little too high scoring for my my liking. Uh, Lion Walker out of Reading, PA. There you go. God damn it. <laughs> there you go. right now. Um. Yeah, Draymond didn't play last night. The real story uh, with with NBA basketball being back is 9.30 tonight, the debut of Victor Wembenyama against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. yeah. That is is must-see TV. All right. All right. We're going to keep it moving because we're kind of coming up on time. But um, we're going to talk a little bit more NBA-ish type of uh, talk in the overtime show. Uh, if you want to be a part of it, patreon.com slash LBHT show. Be shaking his head. Chris because... is already on basketballreference.com. He is from Reading, PA. <laughs> you know, he looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about on the overtime show? Ice Cube versus the NBA. The big three versus the NBA. Okay. I actually like Adam Silver. He just always looks like a villain. He, he looks like a, yeah, he, he looks like the villain, like the yeah. the the next MCU villain, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you're a really nice guy, it seems like. Yeah. But yeah. Ice Cube has some beef with the NBA, and he's talked about this for a while, right? I've heard him in interviews, you know, kind of mention some issues that he has with the NBA, and we're going to discuss it. Is um, I, I guess you know, there's an investigation going on with the NBA and how they're trying to block uh players and and refs and stuff like that. And part from participating in the big three is that um okay is, is that what's that he said he didn't look it up his cousin played ball with him reading nights oh uh, <laughs> okay okay but yes overtime show uh big three versus nba um is it is what the nba is doing is it ethical is it ethical or unethical we're going to discuss also we're going to be discussing some Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay? Um, Mutants versus Magic, right? Yes, V is very excited about that. Suge is very excited about that, Definitely. all right? Um, and we're going to be discussing some other things as well. 
So go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. That's where you can find more of, of this discussion. All right. Uh, for as little as five dollars a month, you can be a part of this and a lot more. We have a discord uh, that's always going on. People are probably in there right now uh, posting things. OK, that's a lot of fun. Uh, our fancy football leagues are filled, but uh, you can get in on it next year. OK, um, look, it's a, it's a lot there. OK, so go in there. Check it out. If you guys little five dollars, ten dollars, even twenty dollars. We are. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, I was saying we got to cut combat corner. We got to get up out of here. <laughs> it is okay. Let me let me getting late. plug. Let me finish the plug. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, oh my god. And then you know, I'm sorry. All but, right. Okay. All right. Patreon dot slash lbht show. We have a goal. We're trying to get to a hundred members. I think we're over fifty right now. We're trying to get to a hundred members. By the end of the year, 2,000 subscribers, 100 Patreon members. Uh, if you can help us out, that'd be greatly appreciated. All right, look, Combat Corner. You see the corner there, okay? That's for combat. We are going to save this for the overtime show. UFC, is it dying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, their, their next pay-per-view event certainly did. Yes, poof, gone. All right. Uh, we're going to be discussing that. I'm very disappointed that John Jones isn't fighting. None of the, the rest of that card is not worth the money. Yeah. All right. But next up, we've got our week eight predictions. Let's go. All right. You guys know how this works, right? You want to follow along, type fast. Hashtag Here we fire. go. Hashtag All rapid right. fire. Thursday, we got Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo is not good, but they're not that not good. Buffalo wins at home. Correct. And it's at home. Buffalo. Rams at Dallas. Uh, the Rams not great. Taking the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to pull Mikey here. Uh, 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 not so fast, my friends. I'm going Rams. Minnesota at Green Bay. Uh, Kirk Cousins without Justin Jefferson versus Jordan Love. Doesn't really matter who's playing receiver because he just loves throwing to the other team. But I am going to take Green Bay as Minnesota is uh, hungover from that big time San Francisco win. Wow, Jordan Addison is a beast, though, man. Um, I'm gonna go Minnesota. Atlanta at Tennessee. They're starting Will Levis. Need I say more? Atlanta wins. Oh, <sighs> I'm going Tennessee. New Orleans at Indianapolis. It's Gardner Minshew, but it's also Dennis Allen. Gonna take the Colts at home in this one. Jeez, you might be right. I'm going Colts. New England got a miracle win last week at Buffalo. Uh, they're going to Miami this week. Not going to happen again. Miami wins big. Yeah, Miami. Battle for Jersey. We got the Jets and the Giants. Uh, not, I think Tarad is still playing, but I am taking the New York Jets in that defense. I'm going Giants. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Sorry, Shug. Uh, I know it's the next day, but it's still the Jaguars. Yep, I got Jaguars. Philly at Washington. Uh, Washington upset last week by the Giants 14-7. to Jalen Hurts has not been playing well, and here is my not-so-fast moment. I am taking Washington in the upset. Wow, I got Philly. Houston at Carolina. Carolina wins, and I'm going to say that they win this one 27-20. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I like the Panthers as well. I think it'll be a little bit higher scoring. I'm going to go 31-24. Cleveland at Seattle. Uh, Geno Smith has kept his renaissance going from last year, uh, proven to not be just a Cinderella story. And Deshaun Watson is out again. They're going to be starting P.J. Walker, but I am going to take Cleveland and their number one defense over the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. I don't know who Kanas City is, but I think that they're probably going to beat Denver just as bad as the Kansas City <laughs> Peaks will. I didn't make this list, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, yes, I got Kanas City as well. <laughs> Baltimore at Arizona. Uh, like I said, I think Baltimore keeps it going. I think they play well. They get the win. I think that they win this one. I'm going to say 31 to 20. 35-7 Baltimore. Another beatdown. Let's go. Jeez. Cincinnati at San Francisco. <laughs> we got, uh, the, the, the Bengals, I think, you know, they, they've kind of righted the ship over there. Uh, San Francisco has looked obviously shaky the last couple of weeks. Devo Samuel, I believe, is still out. Not sure on Trent Williams. But Brock Purdy, unlikely to play as he is in the concussion protocol. I'm taking Cincinnati on the road. Yeah, I got Cincinnati. Even if Brock Purdy was playing, I'd probably pick him. Uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 picked him, I picked him yesterday when I thought Brock Purdy was playing, too. Yeah. Uh, Chicago at the Chargers. Uh, big, big time win. You know, we haven't said it here, but shout out to uh, Shepherd legend Tyson Bajant, who got his first win as an NFL quarterback last week, filling in for Justin Fields. But he wasn't really playing an NFL team, so I'm not sure if that counts. Not going to get the win number two, though. The Chargers take down the bears yeah got the charges las vegas at detroit detroit coming off a pretty embarrassing defeat bounces back and wins big monday night uh yeah detroit and that is it all right good job the week eight picks okay actually rapid fire for once yeah yeah we did a good job there we did a good job yeah i guess i'm proud of us all right. Danny says Lions and those Lions, Big Reg Lions. Everybody's got Lions. All right. Mr. Uh, work, 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 got Lions I as well. I don't want to change my pick at this point if everybody's <laughs> That's okay, though. Okay. All right. Trivia time, and let's get going. So trivia time. Um, this was inspired by something. I can't remember what, but whatever. doesn't matter. Who holds the record? for the most interceptions thrown as a rookie. Uh, and for fun, how many did they throw? I think I know who it is. I'll give you guys a second. Listen, this is for points. So there's still 66 people in here. Hit that like button, subscribe, answer the question. Uh, the first people that get it right, get points. These points go towards prizes at the end of the month. Okay? So uh, you need to get at least a 1,000 points to qualify. All right? The person with the most points at the end of the month gets a prize, and then we do a second drawing for anybody that has a thousand points or more. All right, I see some answers in there. Are they the right answers? That's who I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple right answers. Okay, um, let me see. You also you can't just say the name. How many interceptions? Well, we're, we're taking just the name for today. Uh, I said for fun. Okay. Oh, for fun. Points. So we have we have three answers. We have three. Was it Tuffy, was it Tuffy Lehman's? 
<laughs> this one, this one was apparently not difficult enough, which I, which I kind of anticipated. It was, in fact, let me scroll down. Probably should have scrolled down before I started saying this, but I'm filibustering very nicely. Uh, Peyton, it didn't come up. Peyton Manning, who threw 28 interceptions as a rookie in 1998. Um, SB Cam got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to get some bonus points. Congrats, Good SB job. Cam. Good job. Uh, so we'll we'll just give it a bonus. Oh, you got the year wrong. It was in 98. You were close. Good job, though, SB Cam. Good job. Yeah. Um, so I kind of anticipated that that one would be easy. Yeah, because it's, you know, people like to bring up Peyton Manning's struggles a lot as a rookie uh, when they talk about their own rookie quarterbacks who are struggling while they're clinging yes. desperately to hope. Um, so I had a secondary question. Who leads or, or who holds the record, or I guess not record, but who has the most interceptions in their rookie season post-2000? Hmm, that's a that's a harder one. I was I was a little surprised by this one because I I did not remember this guy playing enough to even throw this many interceptions. Wow. Well, <laughs> I have an idea now. <laughs> um, well, B gave you a hint. It can't be Baker. <laughs> Baker famously had a fantastic rookie year. He did. <laughs> he fooled us all. Um, all right, put you. I right, see you guys a little bit slower now. Okay, mm-hmm. hit the Google. What's going on, Brent? Ooh. Says at work, but I gotta uh, no, gotta put y'all in my ear. Much love, lunch break. Salute to you, Brent. I appreciate you, you. Appreciate you. <laughs> Baseball says Kyle Bowler. Do I, I don't think Fitzpatrick's ever even been a starting quarterback. Mm. You know, or at least not until much later. I mean, obviously he was much later, but Jameis. Jameis. No. Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, okay. 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 Um keep keep it up. Put the answers in there. You got you got I'll give you another another 30 seconds. Okay, because we're getting very close here. Got another Deshaun <laughs> Kaiser answer. Tuffy Lemons Jr. <laughs> 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 Junior, Junior, <laughs> Junior, Junior. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Got ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. Brett Favre. That's not post. That's not post two thousand. No. No. And Demarcus Russell. All right. Do we have an answer, B? Yeah, there's a couple correct answers in there. Okay. All right. What is it? It is. Hold on, give me one second. Oh boy, it's a long name, but you know, it is Deshaun Kaiser. Twenty-two yeah. interceptions in twenty seventeen. Wow, I, I don't remember him playing that many games. Gino was off by one. Somebody said Gino in there. He threw twenty-one. Uh, then down here you have Mark Sanchez with twenty, and Matt Stafford in two thousand nine with twenty as well. But that was only in ten games. Matt was putting in work. See, Matt Stafford did everything wrong <laughs> until he got to the Rams. You know, like we talked, to, we put out the video earlier. We talked about double standards with black quarterbacks and white quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, number one overall pick uh, in 10 games through 20 interceptions. Um, play for under 500 for 99% of his career. Never won a playoff game. I think went to one playoff game 
and he got no smoke for it. He got nothing but excuses. All right. Lamar Jackson, the number 32 pick, has all the expectations put on him from day one. Even though people are like, ah, he he can't throw. He wins unanimous MVP. He, he can't win a, a playoff game. He wins a playoff game. He can't win multiple playoff games. He can't win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's not worth the money. It's 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 just constant with him. And, and, and it ain't just him. Okay. Yeah. Every black quarterback has has put Gino had more had higher expectations. He had more criticism put on him as a second round pick than Matt Stafford ever did. Yeah. So all right. And and congrats to Just Allo who got both questions right. So Incredible. Allo. Nice. And Jay says he just guessed and got it right. I mean, uh, that's not really not really worth celebrating, but congratulations to you as well, Jay. <laughs> if Lamar ever threw 20 interceptions, there would be a race riot. <laughs> Bring back Flacco! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. Uh, if you want to hang out with us some more, go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. All you need is $5, okay? We got some goals. Help us reach our goals, okay? If you're already signed up, Sign a friend or family member up, all right? But we're getting ready to start the overtime show. B, are you ready? I am ready. He is ready. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Still almost 60 people in here. Hit that like button on your way out. If you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. But if you're not hanging out with us, thank you very much for being here. Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we will see you next time. Peace.